0: Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture. But before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. When I was a young boy, I used to play a lot of cards and we'd all sit around at the kitchen table and play crazy eights or we play spades or go fish. But it seems that a lot of the kids always wanted to play a game that I really wasn't very good at. It was called concentration And in the version that we played, all of the cards were placed on the table facing down, and each player selected two of them to turn up. But as the game progressed, you had to recall which cards were in which places and commit them all to memory. To win this game, you really needed to pay close attention to what was going on because the points were awarded each time you paired two up, you know, one with another. You needed to remember to win, although I tended to forget a lot. What I needed to do was stay focused and not forget where each card was placed. And this reminds me of the Christian life. It's easy to forget things. To forget something means to cease to remember it. How many times did your dad ask you to cut the lawn, but you completely forgot about doing it? How many times did the teacher at school give you an assignment for the next day, but you completely forgot to bring it in? These things may have slipped your mind here on the earth. But one thing you never want to forget about is the will of God. Unlike the temporal things of this world that will eventually be forgotten and pass away, he that does the will of God abideth forever. 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 through 2 says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved, if... You keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. The disciples were bringing the church into the way of remembrance by the daily preaching of Scripture, and what they were doing was constantly reminding them of what God wanted them to do with their lives. God's Word has been written down for us in order to stimulate our memory and to train us in our walk with God, which is why we need to hear it regularly taught. When we do, it keeps keeps it all fresh in our memory. You know, many of the things that I learned in high school, I have long forgotten. I've only retained the things that were really important to me. And to remember the things of, in order to remember the things of God, it must be the most important thing in our lives. We must hear the word of God daily. Because once you get too far away from it, you can begin to forget what you're supposed to be doing. Someone might come to church every day and then they start to miss a few services. It might progress even further to the point that they show up twice a month or even twice a year. Just like forgetting close friends, these people forget about God. Psalms 9 verse 17 says, The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. Psalms 50 verse 22 says, Now consider this, ye that forget God lest I tear you in pieces and there be none to deliver. At the very beginning, the apostle Paul had preached to the future church about the death and resurrection of Christ. But as a church progressively grew, he was instructing them in the teachings of God's word. Just like a baby grows, the church needed to mature into spiritual adults, which comes through the application of scripture. In order for any of us to enter into heaven, we need to go through the process of sanctification through belief in God's truth. This is so that we can turn away from the things that are displeasing to God and become his obedient children. But the apostle teaches that you need to keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. And to believe something in vain means that it is ineffectual purposeless it's it's pointless it is a claim that you believe in something but it doesn't result in anything many people will quickly claim to believe in Jesus but the faith that they profess never results in repentance or even becoming a doer of God's will it's like claiming that you believe it's going to rain but you never put forth the effort to bring in the clothes from the line forgiveness in Christ Jesus is the greatest treasure that you could or ever will obtain, and you should be very cautious about receiving his grace in vain. <clears throat> Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Verses 1 through 2 says, We then as workers together with him beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. When the apostle Paul got forgiven for his sins, it resulted in a complete change in his whole life, in his direction. He went out immediately and began preaching the gospel and ministering to the churches. A lot of the New Testament that we have was written by his hand, and works such as these are the evidence of God's grace working upon one's heart. Although he refers to himself as the chief of sinners, he took great advantage of God's mercy, and he completely transformed his entire life. People could see the evidence of God's grace through his works and his deeds. 1 Corinthians 15.10 says, But by the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I. But the grace of God, which was with me. But in order to be saved eternally, you must keep in memory the things that the apostles and disciples taught. Not only must we remember them, but we must put them into action in our daily lives. James 1, verses 22 through 25, says, "But be a doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves." will forget. in fact some will choose to be willfully ignorant. They have been trained in the will of God but they simply refuse to do it. They choose to forget it, casting it away from their remembrance and in that state they cannot perform God's will. With all repentance they'll be cast away from God's presence forever because they have forgotten about God's wrath against the impenitent. Look in second Peter chapter 3 beginning of verse 1. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, Of ungodly men. Performing the will of God shows that you didn't forget it. It is your faithful actions that are proof that the things that have been entrusted to you were committed to your memory. You know, each day in this country, you know, students go off to college to attend classes and they gather together in a schoolroom. They sit down as a teacher begins to lecture on a certain topic. A lot of the students will pull out their notebooks and they begin to take notes on on things that they hear. This is so they can remember the things that they have learned and commit them to their memory. They must remember them if they want to graduate, pass their courses, and someday achieve the occupations that they want to attain in the future. Likewise, if we want to get to heaven, it's going to require remembering the things that we have been taught from Scripture I might not have been very good at it before, but hopefully since then, I've become much better at the memory game. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at com or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.